You're listening to Real Chicks Rock Presents Real Discussions, and I'm your host, Michelle Dawes-Burke. Fasten your seatbelts as it's sure to be an informative discussion and conversation. Keep in mind that we are not perfect, but we're empowered. Enjoy. Today's topic is life as a doula. As a doula. It just sounds sexy when I say it, right? As a doula. Sometimes yes, sometimes sometimes no. no, right? So my guest today is Naima Bond. Hi, Naima. Hi. How are you? I'm doing well today. Thank you so much. Man, you are fantastic. You have you. you have a great energy. So I, I'm glad you were able to come into the studio today yes, so we could you. talk and we could just top, chop it up. So first and foremost, where are you from? Where are you from? I was born in New York City. So raised in California. Okay, okay. But I've been in Atlanta. Well, let's let's start. Ninety five, okay. ninety nine. Went back home. Came back. I've been here since summer. When you say you go back, went back home, which was at California, California home, right? Okay, because you know you love New York, Queens, and going yeah, California. I know. So which home are you claiming? Ah, <laughs> claim a few places. Okay, but, but that was California. Okay, and fantastic. Came back and stayed summer 06. Okay, fantastic. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. So, talk to me about um, a little bit about your background. How did you get into becoming a doula? But tell me a little bit about yourself. How much time you got? So, <laughs> um, my first career, what I'll say, is that I was a, a birth through fire professional with an emphasis on special education and early intervention. Okay. So I was a disabilities coordinator for um, a Head Start program here in Atlanta mm-hmm. for about seven and a half years. And then I have been doing infant toddler research for red flags for autism and social communication delays. Okay. Okay. And my latter part. Your latter part. But even still, sometimes I felt like, you know, parents need so much support. It's like, how can I get to them sooner? Mm. Even in the early Head Start space, mm-hmm. three months, six months seem almost too late. Not that parents didn't know what they were doing, but I, I could see spaces and gaps where I would give information. They'd be like, really? Right. right. Oh, and so it was like, gosh, what is, how do you get to people sooner? Sooner. sooner. Yeah. Yeah. And then somehow I'll be real honest. I don't know how doula even came across my mind or how I got introduced to it, but there was a point where I was at a, a huge conference, um, for autism research, mm. Not, I'm just going to say not, not many, you know, black folks giving presentations, but I was well received. People enjoyed me and I went back to the hotel room and I was like, okay, I should be at the top of my, like, this Mm -hmm. is, you know, Mm -hmm. at least the college loans are actually paying for what the field I'm in. Like I should feel very, and I didn't. And I asked, I said, and I literally had a moment and said, God, what am I supposed to do? And I promise you, I promise you, God said, do love very softly. And because mm. I wasn't as obedient as I am now, mm. I said, what? And he said, doula loud, which made me go to the lobby of my hotel room. And I stayed down there for about four or five hours because he told me twice. Wow. And then about a month later, I found my first doula workshop. Now, I'll be honest. In the beginning, this was 2015. I took a workshop. I took some like to kind of yeah. like, so I'm I'm being called, but what is this? Like, what am I supposed to do with it? I don't know what. So I did my first probably two years was really research and understanding maternal health, understanding the disparities with black women specifically mm. before I really started attending births. Okay. Okay. And, and then I found a mentor. I did inner light holistic um, mentor with Shakana Haley mm. and I went through her 
which was amazing. I was her first cohort. And what I liked about that was, you know, again, it's a, a shift in fields, but she, 20 years of doing this, she, first of all, we had to read books about black women first. And then once we had a strong foundation of who we were, right. how do we show up in this space? Right. How do we support in this space right. and what is really important? So it was like a two part. It was. Process for you. It was. So it really three. Cause first you had to be obedient. First of all, you had to receive <laughs> yes, the message, right? Mm. From the messenger and just make sure I'm not bugging out. Right. Like, okay, that's really not what I want to do. Correct. I'm good doing what I'm doing now. So you had to process that. Yes. And then you had to take ownership of the space of just knowing that you are qualified, like just knowing that you are good for who you are as a black woman, yes. right? Because energies transfer. They do. And right? That's what we so talk it's very about. important that you're Extremely. solid. In that kind of space. Yeah, man. You know, people don't have pants on. Like, that's a very <laughs> special space that you've been with folks doing this. So it's like, you have to be on a certain wavelength. You have to be on the yeah. No, I say that. The only reason why I say that yeah. is because because um, I support home birth, birth center, which we'll probably talk about, and then hospital. Okay. So, you know, it sounds amazing to have three generations of your family in the room, mm-hmm. but a lot of our, maybe not our great-grands, but grandmothers or mothers may not have seen true natural childbirth happening. Correct. Correct. So that, Correct. you know, when you see your daughter hidden on the floor, your natural inclination, inclination is to say, baby, we don't have to do this. Yeah. We can go to the hospital. We yeah. can do A, B, C, and D. You right. don't have to do this to yourself. Right, 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 right. Like my mom never saw, God bless her. Mm-hmm. Um, so when I was pregnant with my son, mm-hmm. and my son is only 15. Okay. I shouldn't say only. He's right. 15. He's 15. He's yes. 15. So 15 years ago, my mom never saw a sonogram. Mm-hmm. You know? I'm saying so they never saw so when they had a baby you was just out there right real talk right even though they was going to the hospital but they had no sense of a heartbeat like getting the graph to show the heartbeat that's when my sister had my nephew we she could at least get those printouts right 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 right, right. so heartbeat of the hearing the heartbeat of the baby so my Mm -hmm. nephew's in science and then knowing the sex came later on Right. right But no, even that, my, and, but to see a sonogram, yes. right? To see a baby inside of a right. belly. My mother was like, wow. Yes. So this is supportive of your point. They just knew, real talk, they was pregnant and probably didn't know until months into it. Right. Right? That they right. were. Exactly. Because there wasn't no peeing on a stick. Hello. No, there none was, of that. No, <laughs> there none, wasn't, none, wasn't none, none of that. None of that. None of that. No, you're right. So it was probably like they might have been in their second trimester. But before they're they like, oh, wait a, wait a minute. minute. Right, I right, right. think I'm having a baby. And that too. So along with being a doula, it has like that door. When I stepped lightly into that door, it opened my mind up wow. to... To just our reproductive systems, mm. how amazing our bodies yes. are. Yes. How, you know, along with that, you know, I do some fertility th- things too, like wow. how to chart your cycle so that you do know what are the optimal times to to to, to, to conceive yes. right, and have a baby. Like sometimes when you get that itch where you wasn't even thinking about yeah. him. Right. But then all of a sudden he Oh, looking. You looking good, right? It's like, like right? It's that that animal, <laughs> but it's that like yeah. your natural wow, instinct. You're growling, too. yeah. Like, is it time for us to reproduce? Yeah, time to, like it time? It, 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 that really that has Ooh. something to do with it. Like, but really learning those things mm-hmm. and just functions of our bodies, like 
the reason we really want natural childbirth, one of the reasons, there's many, but as the baby's traveling down the birth canal, you know, that helps to squeeze out the amniotic fluid out of their system so mm. that when they do their first breath, they right. can kind of, you they know, can breathe. they can breathe. Yeah. Like certain things like that, finding out that the actual um, vagina flora is good for their, their gut wow. as they come down. Like there's certain there's things some, your bodies are specially Ooh. designed and learning that stuff. Like I said, it's opened up this a is door. Good stuff. This is it's, good stuff. It's opened up a door to like, you know, there's reasons why we want these certain things right. to happen. Now, of course, if there's a, a, a challenge or there's a, a, I don't want to even say a problem, but a different way to birth, then right. we have the tools so that you can still birth safely. Okay. That's good to know. But if we if we want to go for it, like there's real reasons why we should try to go for right, it. Right, right, right. You know. And let's talk reasons. about it. Let's talk about this. Let's take a step back. What is a doula? Okay, thank you. Yes, I mm-hmm. can just go on. No, on. no, that's fine. So, the passion. The it's passion. Very much so. So <laughs> a doula is someone who supports you through birth with education, mm. emotional support. Mm. And some people like emotional support, but no, there there are times where I know my clients don't realize how close they are. Hmm. They're ready. They're, they're, it is a true, having a child is a true rites of passage. There's wow. many in life, but it's a true rites of passage. So Say sometimes that. you really do need someone to just like, am I, am I here yet? Yeah. <laughs> do you, do you see yeah. the end? Cause yeah. I don't see the end. Yeah. I had a client who actually, when she was about to get ready to push, got up and said, okay, I'm done. I'm like, you're done. What you, we're not. The baby's not out yet. Right. right. We're not done, but, Mentally. Just mentally. So, and that's always my cue wow. that you're about to, like, we're about to go. Yeah. When you, when you start doing that kind of stuff. Yeah. And so my job was literally saying, no, no, let's, let's try this. Uh-huh. <laughs> Trust me. Yeah. <laughs> I think we, this isn't the look you want to carry. <laughs> let's, let's woosah, let's breathe, let's regroup, and then let's see what happens. Okay. And then maybe 20, 30 minutes later, she had a baby. She has a baby. So it, you, sometimes you really do need to be guided. And I will say that. The pandemic and, you know, unfortunately, because a lot of people perish, but that that was when my my phone started bringing off the hook mm. because people were really like, I, I need someone because I don't even know. Like, right. Especially in the very beginning, to be honest, it's so interesting how things build on each other because like virtual, you know, a lot of doulas had to shift how they even practice because they couldn't get in the hospital. Right. So how do I support? Right. So it's funny because my job at uh, with ch- Children's in the Marcus Autism Center, I actually had to coach and record myself. Mm. So I knew how to coach in the moment. Wow. Uh, earless ear- earbuds, pods, yes. whatever. Those things came in, in a, a clutch because dad could have one in his ear. Mom could have one. I could still talk and hear everything mm-hmm. and still get them through it. Nice. Um, but you had to shift. Mm-hmm. You know, I had to labor longer with families at home because a lot of them are like, I just want to push my baby out. That's it. I, I don't want to be, you know, like, I just want to have, to, I get in there, I'm ready. Take to, it out. Right. So right. That, I, I, that I don't want them to talk to me about epidural. Right. I have to already take a right. COVID test. Like, I don't want to be doing this long. Right. So that even changed how I started to do practice yeah. and work with families at home. And how, now let me, I'm jumping, but mm-hmm. how many um, births have you helped or been a part of as, as a of Thursday, 64, 64. I, I lied. I told the people 65. I was off by one. <laughs> That's okay. As of this Thursday. Well, to be honest, well, my co-doula is at a birth right now. So 
But I may end I up thought going it was 65 in my yeah, spirit. No, I thought yeah, it was 65. I was I close. I may actually later on tonight. We'll see. Wow. <laughs> I'm glad we're talking now because they, when they come and they come and you're going to be really busy because you are stepping into the season of people getting down and getting together from the fall, from the last mm-hmm. summer, right? Mm-hmm. Yep, so it's it. starting to come. Yep, to start. You're going to be busy. It. So we, we give thanks for this time right. because you're going to be really super busy. The pandemic just impacted impacted us in so many different ways, Absolutely. right? I, I know for me, I couldn't even possibly imagine, right? But you do what you can. Mm-hmm. You do what you have to do. Mm-hmm. The fact that you're pregnant, right? Life goes on. These hospitals are checking for COVID. Mm-hmm. The first year of COVID was really bad because yes, people was. were really dying from this yes. and we didn't even know. Yes, and there's right, IVs right. and people Absolutely. are on drips it on one floor mm-hmm. or one, probably one area of the hospital, if not yes. maybe multiple floors, whereas the maternity ward is where we're birthing life. Mm-hmm. And so you probably had a lot on your plate mm-hmm. and just keeping a mom comforted in the fact to not just try to black out those things around her and focus on the birth, the rights of passion. I love that, that it's a rights of passion. You're creating a birthday. Like people don't think about, you're creating a birthday. Yeah. You know, especially again with not, I serve all women, but Mm -hmm. black women definitely are, are most of my clientele. And, and, you know, this is on the end of black maternal health week. Mm Mm-hmm. And joy in birth, like you're having a baby, you know, we know the statistics, we know what's, yeah. you know, we're not listened to, we yeah. know we have to be more vigilant. However, you had a baby, we still have to find the joy. Yes. We have to find the yeah. joy. We yeah. have to be, so okay. I, I said, you know, you're creating a birth. Like when they tell me contractions are starting, I say, yeah, you're about to create a birthday yeah. because I'm trying to keep that, way looking at it. that yeah. perspective. Yeah. Like, you know, eventually if they'll let me, I'll start bringing party hats and little <laughs> blowers, but we're not there yet. We're, we're not quite there yet. And, and you but, know, you're right. But because it is, you're creating a birthday. A birthday. Yeah, because when I celebrate my birthday, I call my mom and I say thank you. Yeah, because in 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 the grand scheme of things, we cannot take life lightly, no, or take it for granted. No, for a woman, yes, to say or to commit mm-hmm. to having that baby, yes. is a huge deal. A lot of people, for whatever their reasons mm-hmm. may be, this is no judgment, no judgment mm-hmm. zone. They may not be able to do it. That's very true. They and may not be able to do it. So for maybe health, maybe mm-hmm. an emotional, whatever their mm-hmm. reasons are, we're not here to judge that, but we just want to celebrate those. Absolutely. That take that are like 10 toes down. Maybe, yes. they're, maybe they're eight toes down and you come along and you help them get the other two down. <laughs> but it ain't nothing to play with because no, it's, it's almost like you don't even have control what's coming out of you and I, when it's coming out. No. Right? It's the first time you have to work with your baby and it's a baby. It's a baby. <laughs> so they go and uh-oh. Formerly known as an embryo. Right. right. You know, like, they, what do they know? But right. it's the first time you are truly communicating and you have to work together. You have to be patient. Mm. You have to, you know, it, it takes a while sometimes. Mm-hmm. It, it it does. Because, like, that's a baby. Like, this is their first big job. This is their first big task. I know. <laughs> and, and we want them to breathe when they come out. Yeah. 
talk to me a little bit about some of the benefits of of being uh, having a doula in the room. What are some of the benefits? Well, you know, again, in these days and times, just someone who understands what's happening in the room. There's lots of beeping, mm-hmm. lots of conversation. Mm-hmm. Sometimes things are suggested because, right. again, when you you know, we're talking specifically about hospital birth. When you're at a hospital, truly and honestly, you go to the hospital to manage care manage emergencies Mm -hmm. however that's perceived okay um so you know once the water breaks you're kind of on a clock and they're like well baby's not coming out you Mm -hmm. know we got to do a b c and d maybe but but let's ask some questions let's let's right get some shared decision making going right what are the concerns Mm -hmm. because if nothing else we can kind of hear what they are and we can say like okay that does make sense or Ask them, is it life and death? Ask them, is it risking baby yeah, or you? That's good. Because sometimes that can give you some time. That's good. That's good that you're there or doula is there to ask those questions. Because, again, the mom is just focusing on getting through this birth. Absolutely. And that's the other thing, too. And you're going to get through this birth. Right. And partners, like helping partners understand, like one of the things I, I say, too, is, you know, birthing person, mommy, how do you want them to support you? Mm-hmm. Are there certain words? If you don't, if contractions are triggering and you rather hear waves or surges or pressure, mm. everybody in the room needs to know that so that everyone right. in the room is using the same, same. language mm-hmm. so that you are being supported. If you want him to say certain affirmations about you, it's your day, honey. Right. What do you want to hear? Mm-hmm. What feels good to you? Mm-hmm. Do you, with, with massaging on the shoulders, rubbing on the legs, like what? And so, I'm also there with my partner. And there's certain times too. be honest, what gets baby in gets baby out. Hey, 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 hey. So y'all might need to do something over there real quick. I'll go get something to eat. She said. I said it. What so, gets baby in gets baby out. It does. I'm going to go get me a little snack yep. and come back. Yeah. Is that right? Oh, yes. So you, yes. so you've been a doula. I'm going to come back to benefits and risks in a second, but you've been a doula. At home as well as in the hospital? Yes. Home birth, birth center. We have one birth center here in Atlanta. Really? Just one? one? Just one. That's a whole nother story for a whole nother time. We'll talk about that. But what's nice about the birth center is it's a happy medium. Gotcha. So the rooms look like like a bedroom. Nice. And like there are some medical things in there and it's run by midwives. Mm -hmm. Midwifery, truly and honestly, if, if you are low risk and there's no visible complications or risks, if you can get a midwife or have that opportunity to work with a midwife for your care, I would advise it. Mm. Mm-hmm. I really would. I have I have the pleasure of being a doula for some births at the birth center, but I also teach childbirth education nice. at the birth center. Nice. And I love that because, and I, I really feel like even if you, well, first of all, you may think you can't afford a doula. Let me be honest with you. You could probably find a doula. Mm-hmm. If you need to do a call, call, I'll find you somebody. Okay. okay. Because there's people at different educational levels. I know I do work with mentees. So for the mentee, it may be a little bit lower cost, but I'm supervising. I'm advising. Right. I'm watching over as as she's right. learning. Right. But everybody should be able to. There's many. There's programs. Um, Dove even does a program. I, I haven't. Um, had anyone apply that I know of, but they have a, they have actually some funding for doulas. Mm-hmm. So if you look for it, you can you can find something. Something. Um, so you've hit all different levels. So that's the benefits. Now, Naima, tell me some of the risks about 
having a doula there well, or, or having this type of sure. natural birth. Now, now I, I will say when it comes to doulas, um, because of birth justice and because of, you know, people being so passionate, sometimes doulas do medical things like mm-hmm. we really are supposed to do emotional support and education. Okay. When they start, you know, telling, trying to talk about or speak up for you mm-hmm. in the hospital, that's really not our job. We're supposed to empower you so that you have a voice you, so because you it's your voice. experience. Right. So I do tell people when you're looking for a doula, really make sure you ask those kinds of questions because they should not, you know, be fighting for you. They should be helping you understand what the fight is so that you can come mm-hmm. ready, mm-hmm. ready, Freddy mm-hmm. and ready to go. Mm-hmm. And they're there to support you with that. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say this because, um, I'll, sh- I'll share this medical disclaimer. Like we're not doctors, no, right? So we're not giving anybody advice, but we want to encourage not. people to research and yes. find the information and out that there. That is the other part. We're just, we're just talking about an options that are out there. Mm-hmm. Right. So I'm going to use me as an example. Because I was an older woman when I had my son, mm-hmm. right? So I didn't have any implications. I didn't have any problems, mm-hmm. but my blood pressure would go up. Mm-hmm. Would that put me more in a higher risk? Yes, okay. yes, yes. Because you are at higher risk for preeclampsia. Mm. And mm. and the, well, I shouldn't say the only way to not have preeclampsia, but Baby has to come out. Yeah. It means your blood pressure is spiking. You're at yeah. risk for stroke and all, all these yeah. other things. So baby has to come out. And and that I'm noticing that my clients near the end of their pregnancies mm-hmm. are beginning to develop preeclampsia as really? well. Yes. So that actually is something that I'm going to actually sit down and, and take a little time in right. July and re-look at mm-hmm. research. Because I also pay attention to the research to see as far as nutritionally or health-wise, is, right. is there something that I need to be paying attention right. to? Because I'm noticing a surge with my clients. Really? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Are you finding that more women are going this route to have a doula with them? I am. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm beginning to. Um, I, I think, you know, from for myself... I try to provide as much education as possible. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think childbirth education is, again, we, we know that beginning and end, but that middle, yeah. that middle can get you stuck. Yeah. And sometimes, like I have been in the hospital where I've gone into with permission, but I've gone, this only happened twice, but I've gone into the room with other patients and help them breathe because they were screaming or, the, or things were happening that they had no idea wow. about and they were triggering my client. So I was like, excuse me, could I just, let me, let me give you this to, to help you get through right. this. But a lot of it is the fear of the unknown. I, you know, I know a lot of people mm-hmm. will say, when it happens, I just want it to happen. Well, I, I get it. But however, so much is happening. Mm-hmm. At least if you understand, what is this? Oh, in my childbirth education. Okay. Mucus plug. That's probably my mucus plug. Like you have to have some understanding yeah, of lot. what's happening. It's a lot. It's a lot. And God bless women and their beautiful bodies. Yes. Because their bodies can carry life and expand and go through all of that. And they champion through it and, and birth these beautiful babies. Yes. And it's never easy, but there's so much that could possibly go on. Right. But I mean, your body is changing from the time you conceive yes. to full term of carrying the baby. There's just so much stuff 
because you are feeding this child mm-hmm. in your stomach, in your belly, and you just don't know. You're laying on this table, Naima. You have no idea what's happening, especially when you're in the hospital. They're in the corner. The nurses are getting stuff ready, getting the bassinet ready. They're, they're so worried about marking the time or when it was done and they're cutting the cord. Da, 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 da. Girl, it's a lot. And, and you know, babies' <laughs> positions can change. And so things, as you're laboring, things can happen. So then if, if there's a slight change in something, <coughs> just me. being able to talk to someone like, okay, is this something that I need to really be worried about or... You know, if I just change my position or do something else, would that change the outcome? So just having someone, because it's so, especially for the first time, once you've kind of birthed before, I mean, every birth definitely is different, but you at least have an idea. But that first time, it's like, what's happening over here? So Yeah, it's a lot going on. It's a lot going on. So we talked about how many births you had. Pre-pandemic, mm-hmm. how, what was your number? How many did Between you Between 2015 and 2020, I have, I was at 18. I was at 18 births. I'm going to look right in the camera. <laughs> I was 18. I was at 18 from 20, uh, 2015 to 2020. And I am now. Years, she only had, she had yes, 18. Yes, I had 18 births. Now, some of that was true. To, honest, to be honest, I was. Like full time job, like babies would come on the weekends and things like that. I want that to sit <laughs> and resonate from 2015 to 2020. She had 18. What's the count now? Uh, as of Thursday, 64, and there'll be 65 is percolating. But yes. So, and the other thing that happened in 2020, though, was um, I got a Coles doula. Her name is Akeisha Blanks. Okay. She was a newer doula, and she had more available time. So, mm. I was, I mean, again, I'm, I was working for, you know, show up. Mm-hmm. And so she mm-hmm. would be available to, or something started and I have to come later. Her being available also helped mm-hmm. as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I'm telling you, babies come when I'm like, literally on the weekend. Like they just come when I'm available. I remember I took a random Wednesday off one day and my mom called and she wasn't like, she was within the window, but early in the window, she's like, something's going on. I was like, how does baby know I'm off? (laughs) They just want to be with you. (laughs) Honestly, like they want to be with you. They do. They kind of come when I'm available. It's an energy thing. We can't even play with it. There's an energy thing and kids, babies just know God knows universe knows. It's just, it just aligns up for you to be there because aren't you talking to these women throughout their pregnancy? Yes. So the baby hears your voice. (laughs) This little cackle, I'm sure they do. Yeah, there's a, there's a sense of connection here. So it's probably, you know, it just, even this weekend was my weekend off from teaching at the birth center. Mm -hmm. So it's just, they come when they know I'm available. It's, it's, it's traditional having the babies traditional, traditionally, uh, a bad thing or not really. It's just really whatever you want. Right. And what you're comfortable with. Mm-hmm. Yes. I, you know, um, like I said, some people, you know, I've had some amazing births at home. Right. Um, in the birth center. And I've had some amazing births at the hospital. Okay. It, it can happen. It can happen. It can happen. Mm-hmm. You know, I have um, with my clients, I have them write their birth plan out. And I have them give that to their provider mm-hmm. well before they're due. Right. Um, just so that they can have a conversation. What I'm putting on here, can I do this? Mm-hmm. 
what are your thoughts on this? Mm-hmm. I have them look up the statistics of their hospitals mm-hmm. or their medical providers or their medical teams that they are using. Sometimes after we have some conversation, a switch happens. Right. You know, sometimes you just don't know what else is out there. Mm-hmm. Until so, you talk about Right. It. So I'll see this birth plan and I'm like, where are we going to do this at? <laughs> And they're like, what you mean? I mean, I'm, I love it. But, but where you picked, did you look at where you picked? Yeah. Did yeah. you look at what they do where yeah. you picked? Yeah. Think, I'm just, you know, but, but that's also helpful. Right. right. Because I don't mind, you know, advocating or helping support you or going in. But if we don't have to wear the armor, let's not wear let's, the armor. Let's not do it. Let's not do it. So let me ask you this. When we do home births, is it really in the tub or submerged in water like it can be but it can be on the bed too it really or okay, on the so on the floor our hands and knees or upside wow, down so it's really whatever mom yes. wants yes okay. i've seen midwives and me getting some positions to support right it it really it's however what you're you know when we're when people are giving birth they're definitely you definitely are going between here and somewhere else right and so whatever your body tells you to do, you know, when, when there's not always, but when there's no medication involved, like she can really feel yeah, everything. what's happening. Cause I definitely have had some points where I'm thinking, oh, it's going to be a while. And then all of a sudden the mom's like, baby's coming now. I'm like, what? By now? Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. And she's telling us we're mm-hmm. chilling. We're like, oh, let's get, yeah, position. let's get ready. You yeah. know? And she knows, like mm-hmm. she knows. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've had a couple of fathers say, and she just talking. I was like, nope, I think she knows. Mm-hmm. And they'll look and they'll be like, oh yeah, it's your, your connection. Again, it's the first thing you and baby are doing together. Right. And that, that energy and that synergy. And it, it's our most, animalistic selves. Okay. Like I, I let the moms know, like in our childhood education, like you may want to moan, you may want to make a noise like, Oh yeah. Because the vocal cords muscles and the vagina muscles are very similar. And it's like you align up and you line up. And so that noise resonates through your whole body. It's like you, you're syncing up. Wow. And it can be very helpful. That high that. screeching, screaming doesn't help, but the whole can mm-hmm. really help as you're going through your contractions. I just had a thought, and it wasn't a PG thought, but no. I just thought <laughs> I did because when you are in relations, you tend to moan. Yes, or you do. Yes, a you do. Way yes, you do. Because of yeah, the you can't activity. walk around breathing like that all the time. You know what I'm saying? Right. But because of the activity <laughs> yes. that's going on with with your vagina, so now it makes sense that when you're birthing mm-hmm. or having contractions, mm-hmm. it's just, it's tied to the vocal cords. Yes. That's the point. I yes. didn't know that. Yes. Learning on a Sunday, learning every single day. I want to understand a little bit too about the post birth yes. and the role of the doula. Yes. And what you do because oftentimes whatever I've seen from a doula it's always been on television mm-hmm. right so I don't know what really happens but I always say questions like who marks the time of the birth what happens like that's clinical and medical okay um what we do do though is mm-hmm. that when when we do the postpartum visit um well what I do let me because you know doulas do their own different things right but what I do is I I come home with you I 
check to see how you're looking, how you're feeling, how you're doing. Mm -hmm. I also, a lot of times have them recant the birth story Mm. because birth stories stick with women. Yeah, they do. So you may think your body failed or blah, blah, blah. So what my job is, is to provide you the correct information. Okay. Or remind you of, you know, yes, you wanted A, but this is why B had to happen because I just want to make sure I'm giving you the facts and supporting you so that we can get past it because the birth is one event. This baby's going to be with you forever, ever, 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 ever. ever, ever. Right. (laughs) So that being said, I don't want this one event to follow you through. Right. Right. Forever. You know, I've talked to, to women just in passing and they tell me about their births because they know I'm a doula. I know I was talking to one woman. She's older than me, probably about 10 years. And she had grown children and she was a teen mom. And so she explained to me one cesarean, but that second one, there was a, a definite reason why that had to happen. Mm-hmm. So the first one I said, yeah, the first one, I don't know, but this one, A, B, C, and D. So that made sense. She literally stopped what she was doing and just started crying because no one had explained it wow. to her. And she was carrying this. Wow, carrying this thing. Carrying yeah, this. and I'm mm-hmm. very matter of fact, I'm like, oh, you know, that had to happen because this, this, this. Mm-hmm. So, it, but no one had explained that to her. Mm-hmm. And so she's sobbing and crying and hugging me. And I'm like, oh, okay. But no one, no edu- one explained. Edu- education is so yes. important. And oftentimes as black and brown women, mm-hmm. we're not educated enough. We're doing better. Right. We are doing better. I think as we're a little bit older, as women, yeah. if we choose to have a child, right. we know the questions to kind of ask. Yes. We may have a, a village or a circle mm-hmm. of women friends that sure. have had some experiences. So we know what to ask. But, but even that you have to be careful. Cause so what I talk to a lot at, at the birth center, because even the birth center, even though there's midwives and there's some medical equipment, sometimes the, they still get pushed back by the by the elders in their family. Or they'll say, you know, I know you say you want to do contractual on medication, but baby, you know, mm-hmm. I don't know if you can do it, but you know, or it may not be what you want. And I have to remind them because they're going off of the experience that they had. Right. You know, right. The natural contraction and pitocin, which is supposed to mimic oxytocin, which is the love hormone, which helps get baby out. Pitocin is used in the hospital. When that is put in the system, it does surge things up and the contractions tend to come hard and mm. fast and it doesn't mimic natural. Contractions. Okay. Okay. So, you know, I say they're warning you because that was their experience, mm-hmm. but you are birthing differently. Yeah. So it, that information, they're trying to prepare you because yeah. they love you, but it, it may not be relevant because of the way you're choosing to do it, mm. but they don't have that information. Mm-hmm. They really are trying to prepare you. Yeah. Are you finding that, uh, what is the age demographics for the moms that have doulas? Do you have a sense? Hmm. Out of your 65, are they like in their 30s or 40s? Are you getting them younger? Um, What's your vibration on this? Usually somewhere mid 30s, definitely if you're old, like early 40s. Yeah, somewhere in there. Somewhere in there, like 32 and up-ish, you know. Okay, that's good. Um, That's good. Oh, it's good. Okay. But I actually was able to participate in a uh, Medicaid doula pilot with Healthy Mothers, Healthy Babies Mm. because they are trying to get some insurance companies to also help 
pay for uh, the cost great. of a doula. And so I was able to get some younger clients in that That's group. awesome. Yes. That's and so awesome. that's something Georgia is definitely trying to make strides. Georgia is trying to, because our health disparities, I, I'll be honest, I'm not sure if we're 48 or 49, don't quote me, but we're right in there with, I believe, Louisiana. And I think Mississippi's a front of us now, but I'm not, I haven't looked lately, mm. but our health, maternal health outcomes are not great. Uh, we're at the bottom of the food chain, bottom Are of the you barrel. Serious, but the other issue in Georgia, because we're in Metro, we forget that Metro does not represent the entire I state. I know that's right. We don't represent the entire state. Yeah. So there are about out of the 159 counties, I believe the number, and again, don't quote me, but I believe there are like 82 to 83 counties that don't have within their county immediate maternal health anywhere that anyone can go to. Mm. So there's about 82 to 83 counties where it is a, a medical desert, I guess is what you would call it. Oh my God. So that's a problem. That's a huge problem. Right. So that's, that's what makes it challenging in Georgia. Right. But there are definitely agencies that are trying to figure that out. But even, I mean, even in Metro Atlanta, you know, when um, Atlanta medical center closed down I and I don't know, know all the, I should, Ooh. but I don't know all the reasons why. Right. We lost a trauma center and we also lost a place for people to birth because that was, that was the a... other hospital outside yeah. of North, North... Wilson <laughs> and Atlanta um, Birth Center that allowed women to give birth in the water. Really? AMC allowed baby women to give birth in the water. Now, again, it depended on when you were birthing and yeah. then it was available, but it was an option. Yeah. And unfortunately, with that closing, um, you know, it, it left a, a gap. And it was Georgia Baptist. When did Georgia Baptist first? And then I Atlanta believe, Medi- I, Then it was Atlanta Medical so. Center. They changed the name and then they closed it down. I believe yeah. so. Yeah. So there's, wow. there's a lot with that as well. I should be more well-versed, but there's been a lot going on. I understand. But that, but that closing also put a gap in Metro. And so I'm going to say this and I'm going to leave it alone. And so we are a state that has banned abortion. So you're forcing people... Mm. To have a child, whether they want to, if they whether they want to or not, you you've banned that, mm-hmm. and then there's medical deserts. Yes. So you mean to tell me that you're forcing women to have children? It's against the law to abort them, mm-hmm. but there's no there's not enough medical facilities to help accommodate women in this space. And that is one of the things I'm trying to challenge myself to do, though, is because I don't know. <clears throat> my Senate representative, my city councilman, mm-hmm. like I should. And mm-hmm. I need to have an understanding of what your thoughts are, because that's right. Mm-hmm. If you're saying this, at least on the other end, yeah, child care and things like that should shouldn't, shouldn't be postpartum care. No. should not be an issue. If you're making people yes. do something, then you're also, you should also be saying that we're going to have the Correct. services. Correct. And pro- products and services in place right. to support families. Correct. Because it shouldn't be a woman. Right. It, it should, should be, be families. families. Yes. If that's because what you if you're do. saying that she can yes. no longer have this choice, okay, Correct. she is creating a family. Uh-huh. So we need to have those things in place. So yeah, absolutely. Exactly. And I think that your experience and what you what you bring to the table will be monumental in helping people understand the importance of what's needed mm-hmm. when these children come into yes. place or when a woman is having this baby, what she needs so that the baby is healthy. We want 
our women and children to not be in the system. Yes. Keep it a buck. Like we don't yes, want them to have true. asthma mm-hmm. or this or that or diabetes or anything. So anything that can help prevent them from having a lifestyle that would require them to be on some form of medication Mm -hmm. is all the better. And I think that most of us are in a space of wellness now. Mm -hmm. It's never too late, Mm -hmm. right? But when we were having children, when we were earlier, we weren't thinking he was eating McDonald's. Right, right, right. You know, let me me get that two piece (laughs) over here. You know, we was trying, but now it's almost like a life and death situation. Mm -hmm. Once you pass a certain milestone Mm -hmm. in your life, you're like, wait a minute. My skin is blotched up. I don't feel well. I'm not going to the bathroom the way I want to. My stool doesn't look right. Like you are conscious of what you put in your body Mm -hmm. and what comes out. Mm -hmm. And so we can set up spaces and places and programs so that whenever a woman is having a child, Mm -hmm. not only is she getting the right things, the nutrients, but the stress levels are down. That's the other part. That is the other part. Don't get me going. Now. I know. No, no, it's true. Ooh. Because I, because of the pandemic, but now it's just how I do business. Yes. I keep up with my moms for an entire year. Mm-hmm. Now it may not be a face to face. Right. May not, but but I'm, I'm, I text, you email, to. call for you. just to see, yeah. do we need additional resources? Yes. Sometimes that we haven't even talked about breastfeeding. Sometimes that Ooh, feeding, breastfeeding thing. piece yes. as well, making mm-hmm. sure that that's going well, right. you know, right. when do you have to go back to work? When do we that's have to start working component. on your stash? Like yeah. there's, there's a lot, there's going a lot on. that goes on mm-hmm. with black and brown women It's different for other cultures. Perhaps they may not have that stress, but it seems like as soon as the baby comes mm-hmm. out, you expect to go back to work. That's what it feels like. Well, I will say it seems like now some of these newer companies okay. are being more mindful, but again, Good. but uh, United States is the only one, every Good. other industrial company, com- country they have systems where the women doesn't have to be at work for 12 months 18 I months know. people can come check on you i know france i think someone comes to your house i mean yeah it, it, here and daddies get time right and daddies too. get time off because daddies too. don't god bless the dads too that's involved yeah that, that are there and they're 10 toes down and they love the baby and they love their woman that's having a baby and they don't want to go back to work either no they don't want to go right away no. they get maybe two weeks and i and i sometimes and i do do postpartum and planning. Mm-hmm. That's one of my prenatals because right. I want you to write it out just so you can see it. Yeah. Are there gaps? Who's mm-hmm. coming? You know, and there's such things. So even with doulas, there's different types. So there's people who are just postpartum doulas where they'll yeah. just show up in postpartum where they can establish your feeding, yeah. help with meals, That's maybe nice. like cleaning. That's but, I, but I will talk to them because again, also parents are in different situations. So, you know, are you the type of person where if you were to come downstairs and you saw a clutter, you would flip out? Can you afford housekeeping? You could put that on your, your baby registry yeah. list. Like, let's get more creative with yeah, what we're asking people idea. to do. Yeah, versus a humidifier. Not saying that you don't need right. it. Or pampers or right. a bib or a cute little outfit right. for the christening. Yes. I mean, that's cute. But you're right. I would have never thought because you do. Listen, there are certain things. You're a different woman. Bless you. Oh, Bless me. you. You are a different woman mm-hmm. when you're when you, before you're pregnant. Yeah. When you find out you're pregnant. Yeah. When you're carrying. Yes. And then when the baby comes out, you have the multiple different phases mm-hmm. and stages of who you are, and you're absolutely right. Whereas before you didn't mind because you could get to it, but That's now it. that you have a baby yes. and you have already conditioned yourself that whatever the baby mm. needs, you're going to be responsive. 
that the laundry may not get done yes. and the baby needs more onesies mm-hmm. and then the husband or your man or your children or mm-hmm. your family they need something to eat or they need you to it's a whole different thing and if you're the primary meal maker Ooh. if you're the primary meal maker yes how are we going to how are we going to support hello partner? fresh right no really hello fresh and that's like we i've had some of my clients do that they yeah. can go on there's um www.mealtrain mm-hmm. i said if you have that overzealous friend who can yeah. organize things send them all your yeah. emails and have them send it to mm-hmm. people like you want to think that's about good. that that's good ideas that's yeah. good ideas what do you want to see for women in our community as it relates to having a doula around what what what's missing and what would you like to see for us truly and honestly like i said just just joy <laughs> like somehow we can minimize because there's always going to be stress mm-hmm. but really you know i'm as a doula i am actually in a birth art class mm. to be able to use art as another tool for my clients mm. So that they can express themselves Mm -hmm. because I'm trying to find the joy. I'm trying to like, and I'm also trying to get some of these things out because the other thing is these stresses also come out in birth. So for you to have a, a, a seamless ish, say ish, but kind of smooth, like some things that you may not have thought were bothering you, they may pop up and we can address them before. Right. Right. So I'm trying to find different means and ways of, presenting things to my clients so that they can flesh out some of their stuff mm-hmm. in a different way so that we can get some of this stuff on the, on the surface. Right. Right. How can one become a doula? Sure. So there's many ways, there's many organizations, What I would suggest to be honest, there's an organization I referenced it, healthy mothers, healthy babies. They actually give are giving scholarships to doulas. Oh wow, that's right awesome. now. Actually, scholarships for doulas, childbirth educators, and people who want to take on lactation. Nice. I would honestly start there. Okay. Um, because th- first of all, they just have a lot of resources. They're giving away scholarships, and if you have questions, they will answer that because mm-hmm. one of their huge um points that they're working on is black maternal health or maternal health in general. Mm -hmm. And so they are kind of like a resource place right now Mm -hmm. to get information and, and, um, things like that. But I would start there, Mm -hmm. but there's a lot of certifying organizations. I mean, you can go with some of the big ones. There's the national black doulas association. Dona is another big one. Um, but it's still one of the few professions where you don't have to be certified. Right. It helps. It helps. I would suggest it. Yeah. But um, you don't have to. But do your research because there's different types of doulas. Like I'm a more holistic doula. Mm-hmm. So you know who do you? How do you want to show up? What what what? Who do you want to serve first? Okay. That's important. And okay. then how do you want to show up? And that might direct you to the right organizing uh, doula organization to certify with is how you want to show up. And when you say holistic, what does that mean? Is it that you care about what we eat, what we do, how we sleep? What does that mean as a holistic? I'm looking at the whole person. Okay. Um, you know, as, as we have conversations, I'm, I'm looking to see where the gaps are to support. And then the things that I do, like I'm a convert teacher. So I, I, I teach pregnancy meditation, I'm, I told you I'm going through a birth art certification right now, mm-hmm. and I'm actually also in a birth Reiki class right now. Mm. So mm-hmm. I'm looking it's at energy. different, mm-hmm. yes, energy. So mm-hmm. I'm I'm looking at different, <laughs> looking at different <laughs> ways to support in more natural ways. Yes, and things that I can teach partner because 
if there's a partner, I'm in the background, but I'm a, I'll need y'all to, to, to be do. there. Yeah, I'll tap you in and tap you out when you need to rest. But I, I want it's about y'all. It's not about mm-hmm. me. It's about your what you two are doing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Whether that's an actual boyfriend, husband, or your mom, whoever is supporting you, it's about your story. I'm I'm a, a gracious observer. Mm-hmm. And when things kind of go to the left or right, I'm going to push you back over there and then I'm going to jump out. Mm-hmm. It's not about me. Face face, face the camera. Let oh. the people see your shirt. <laughs> oh. move, move your mic to the side. Yeah. yeah. There we go. What does it say? There's no place like a home birth. Yes. <laughs> That's what the shirt says. There's no place like a home birth. Yes. Isn't that cute? Yes, yes, yes. That is so, that is so cute. Learning stuff today about the the life as a doula. What what's next for you? I know you're taking some. You're being more creative in the space of uh, being a doula. Do you have anything else that's going on with you in your world? Certifications? Sure. Yeah. Well, I am actually in a um, doula writing group hmm. because I do want to. Because we hear so many of the negatives statistics. Right. I mean, we need to be aware. We need to know what's happening. Right. But again, my theme is to find the joy. So I'm, I'm literally working with someone so that I can start writing down some of the joy stories. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. and very early in the process, boy, writing, I said, I want to write. It sounds so cool. Then I started writing. I'm like, Oh Lord. Um, but, (laughs) but I am diligently working through that because I, I feel like we get so much negative. We really do need to hear some positive. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm doing that. Like I said, I love being able to educate at the birth center. Um, and then things like this, just so that people are aware, aware. and know what's going on. I see conference in your life. Okay. I see like maybe a weekend workshop or just not even a week, just, just a couple of hours where mothers that have had the doula experience mm-hmm. come back and share what worked for them, what didn't. Oh, that's great. And, right? that's and encourage other people. Yes. We have other people in the space that are expecting on the fence about mm-hmm. having a doula didn't know. Sure. I think you have, we have to talk more about it. We do. And I think that this is not anything that's far removed from our culture. Like, I know it's not. We're, it's almost getting back, it's to getting back to it. What we were right, right. used to because doing we, and what, how we keep, Congregated exactly. as, as people, village, the village, the village, the community, the village, and, the, yes. and the village in the community. I because we were black and brown women, mm-hmm. we didn't have access to anything. No, right, and so it took midwives and doulas and family to help us birth babies, right, with no, no we, medicine it, it, in the room did. or anything. You know, during slavery and you know the granny the granny midwives up until hospitals really took over that's who black and white people went to especially in our rural communities tell the people now tell the people i mean that that's where it started Mm -hmm. and then the hospitals realized oh we probably should get in on that you should thank you (laughs) right thank you you very much so and that's when again you know, gynecologists took over mm-hmm. because again, hospitals are really to manage emergency situations. Yeah. That's what they're good at. Yeah. That, are. you know, but they if it's are. a normal, if there's no risk yeah. again, when a risk arises, that's one thing, but if there's no risk, there's no reason why you shouldn't give birth naturally. Mm-hmm. There's just no reason. Yeah. Yeah. And, and we have to get educated on that mm-hmm. again, because again, we want, maybe we want things to be done quickly, yes. expeditiously, yes. like an in and out. Sometimes all 
some doctors just hadn't been good. They didn't give yes. us the right diagnosis right. or recommendation. Right. Some have been excellent. Right. Absolutely. You now, know? I do want to say that, too. Shout there out to some... my OBGYN, Yay. Simone Whitmore. She's yes. excellent. Um, but then there's some that are not. And so no. a lot of people have been misdiagnosed. And I'm glad you said that because there actually is a app. It's called the Earth app. I-R-T-H mm. app. Mm. If you had an amazing experience yeah. with a medical provider. Yes. We want the reviews, but yes. if you haven't, we yeah. want those reviews too. Yes. yes. Kimberly's I'm always saying her name that wrong. Kimberly sells airs. She was just here on Friday. She wrote the big letdown, Ooh. which she's a journalist and that was on lactation specifically wow. as she was going through her lactation journey. Mm-hmm. Um, because our breastfeeding numbers are getting better, but they're still not where we we want them. Bless, so that, b- breastfeeding as black women yes, overall. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that was her first yeah. pursuit, but now she's created an app so that we can gather and mm-hmm. really know who are the providers who are supporting us yeah. and who are the providers who are not. Yeah. So if you've had a great experience, please go to that app. And put your information in. And if you have had a not so great experience, yeah, we truly want that information so that we can start looking through the database and right. referring our clients and our people to the right people who are supporting our births. Absolutely. We need to know that um, the lactation. And that's interesting, too, because I couldn't breastfeed. I tried, but I couldn't breastfeed. And it's it's it, that's an interesting statistic because. I believe us as black women were so nurturing and so giving, and that just would be like another. Mm-hmm. I, I'm thinking that would be another automatic element that it's comes education. from education. And there's there truly is a way to start it. Ooh. There's truly a way to start it, and it's a commitment. It's a commitment. Because yeah. what's going to put milk in there is getting milk out. So mm-hmm. that means putting baby to the breast or you hand expressing or yeah. pumping, depending on where you are with that, to trigger your body. Right. And then there is such thing as, you know, in the beginning, your body doesn't know if you had two babies or one. So when the milk comes in, it seems like a lot. And then it starts to, to tag her back. So mm-hmm. you think you have low milk supply. Right. It's not necessarily that. But your body now realizes, oh, it's just one baby, not two. Okay. Yeah. And then it starts to regulate to you, <laughs> to what you need. But, but a lot of people interpret that as, oh, no, I'm, I'm losing, like, my milk supply is going low. Yeah. And we have to also, you know, again, we're so used to, I don't want to say stuffing our children, but feeding our children. So sometimes what what, what we think they need, we get these images of those eight-ounce bottles. Right. It's really like two to three to four ounces. Yeah. yeah. So even helping... Just with that information, mm-hmm. you know, we need, we got some reprogramming. Yeah. To do. So, 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 you know, understanding that I myself right now am in a lactation program because I felt like I needed <laughs> more support. Of course you are. <laughs> but to, to more information to yeah. give. More information You're to give. You're beautiful. You know, man. <laughs> and sometimes I was just asking the questions because I was like, no, you just got an answer for this. But she knows. <laughs> You're just not a passing through or this is something to do or you're not sure about it. It's taken over my life. This was a call directly from the Most High and you responded to it. Thank you. And he continues to give you everything that you need. You're thirsting. You're helping communities. I'm doing the best that I can. You're helping people. You've helped. You've touched 65 lives. Oh, my goodness. 64 and 65. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Other way. (laughs) And and through them, they're going to refer you or just say what their experience was. 
And so it'll have that ripple effect. Well, I appreciate that. Yeah, I am absolutely. doing the best that I can, but I have a lot of support. I have a lot of yes. doula sisters. Yes. I, my mentor, Shekinah Haley, is still huge. Yes. And I even, you know, if you're a doula, if you can get a mentor, mm-hmm. truly and honestly. And now I'm in the position where I mentor now as well. Of course. <laughs> yes, you should. All that information but that, that's and experience. Helpful. I appreciate that. Oozing out of you. You can't even hold yeah, it. Yeah, I'd be oozing. But, you, you know. <laughs> if people had questions, where can the people find you, Nate? On IG, it is my name, Naima, N-A-I-M-A, Danita, D-A-N-I-T-A. DM me. That's the best place to find me. Mm-hmm. Um, my presence hasn't been what it needs to be, but it's about to, it's about to be there. Yeah, in but that, the I know, I'm trying to, in, in, in between to, the dueling, dueling. To be honest, they have been coming quick. So you're right. Yeah. I mean, every time I think I'm going to post something, I got to go. <laughs> I'm so honored that she was able to do this today because the babies is coming. We talked about this I, I when know, we met. I know. That the, the wave is coming. Yes, yes, yes. They're not going to wait till May. They could be starting to come I know. at the end they, of April. And, and they did. These two babies were due at the end of April. You see where we're at? You see where we're at? The next time I see you, you're going to be, not that it's a numbers game, but you, <laughs> you're going to be increasing. We shall see. God will. <laughs> but thank you. Thank you for the opportunity <coughs> and me being able to share because I, I feel like the more information is out, the more education that's out, the better prepared people are going to be. Absolutely. And you can plan for babies, y'all. I'm just going to say <coughs> you you can plan for babies because sometimes people say I can't afford a doula. Well, if you plan for it, I bet you, I bet you, you can. Yeah. I bet you you can. Do the research. Um, yeah. Understand what your options are and your choices are. Absolutely. And you go from there. Thank you so much. I appreciate you. Thank you. For being you. my guest this today. Amazing show. Thank you Thank so you much. Thank you so much. Thanks so much for checking out the podcast today. Be sure to like it, leave your comments, and share it with a friend. If you have a product or service you'd like to have promoted during the show, Please contact us at info at realchicksrock.com and we'll send you the details. We're reaching the masses and we would love for you to join us on the ride. Until next time, take care and continue to rock on.